Hey guys, welcome back to episode 11 of You Got This Baby. Really happy to have you here with me again for another episode. Okay, so in today's episode, we're gonna talk about the bigger picture, a bird's eye view, the view from on top. You don't have to be, I don't know, it's subjective, whatever it feels like for you. You could, ha- you could have nothing and you could still feel like you're on top. Bad respect for you. It's take a lot of balls. You know? To be yourself even when you wait, you're waiting for your success to come in. For your recognition. So... I support you and you're gonna get there. Don't give up. A bird's eye view. I was thinking about why, you know, why we we stay stuck on past situations. Why we continue to ask ourselves what if and it doesn't even have to be a downright um stuck on the past where you know you just may you just make a conscious decision not to move forward you could actually be progressing in your life but you can't see the progress because your mind is still six months ago set you know it's still set six months ago i don't know why i phrased that sentence in that way yeah but you know what i mean and the reason why i came up with that topic is because the cap fits for me and i recently realized something that I would deem to be of an esoteric, higher perspective. So in all my previous episodes, you know, I talk about detachment, detaching from negative habits, all ways of thinking, people that do serve you, people that don't support you, people that judge you, people pleasing, stuff like that. But after you do that, you know, where do you go? (laughs) Where do you go? Well, I'm here to tell you. Wherever you, wherever the fuck you want to go, you're going to go. You know, you cannot force people to forgive you 
can't force forgiveness on either side. No one can guilt trip you into forgiving them. And you can't do vice versa to anyone else. It won't be genuine. And when you find yourself in a situation where it's like you're forcing somebody to do something for you or to be something for you, just take, take a step back and ask yourself, what am I doing? If someone wants to do something for me or be something for me, I don't have to force them. I don't have to trick them. They will do it because they want to do it. If you are, you know, trying to get somebody to like you, and this could even be like a friendship or whatever, cool or anything like that. Why would you force somebody to like you? They won't like you. You want them to pretend to like you? It might seem to make you feel at ease, but you're not really at ease because that inside of you that is making you want to force someone to like you, to even pretend to like you just for them to be around, it's people pleasing it's i'm insecure it's i'm codependent and you are not those things so why are you acting like that stop it right that's not you it's just a bruise to the ego ego bruises always feel like everything is just coming crashing now around you but it's not, I mean, let yourself feel your emotions. You could, you could feel sorry for yourself, but no, that is just an ego bruise, is not the end of the world. And I used to hate people telling me that, but it's true. Rejection is the easiest thing to recover from if you really think about it they're rejecting you because they don't like you why would you want to be around somebody who doesn't like you would you rather them pretend to like you and then stab you in your back is it them really stabbing you in your back or you stabbing yourself in your back for putting yourself in that situation mm. Yeah. And I have found myself in a lot of situations like that, and there's no shame in that. No one came straight out the wound, womb, womb, hear me now, wound. You didn't come out your mother's womb with all the wisdom of the universe and the galaxies, okay? You came here to learn, and that's what you're doing, you're learning. 
No one can judge you for your mistakes and your decisions. They are your decisions. They are your mistakes. You live with the consequences of your actions. Take the lesson and learn it. Because right after you learn a lesson, a few months after, when you least expect it, when you least expect it, you think, yeah, I learned this. The universe will send you a test. See if you really learn this lesson. And when we find ourselves around the same people, the same energy, different face, is because we're not learning the lesson. If you keep failing the test, you are not learning the lesson. And the lesson is much deeper than cutting somebody off. It's much deeper than that. It is when you cut someone off because they're using you. You can't just look at them and say, okay, you're the problem, you're a user. Both of you have issues. Both of you have boundary issues. You are not learning the lesson by just cutting them off. You learn the lesson when you realize that I need to set better boundaries for myself. I need to be able to recognize these red flags early on. I need to be able to speak up for myself. I need to understand that I do not need to be needed. Because like attracts like, when you find yourself in a relationship with an emotionally unavailable person and you think you are over, the one overgiven, you are probably emotionally unavailable yourself. Because you are overgiven to an extent where he doesn't, the, sorry, the other person doesn't have a chance to give. And you're not allowing people to give to you either. And you're choosing somebody who, would, who doesn't want to give love to you because you're scared of it. You're afraid. You're afraid of love. You're afraid of opening up. So you will constantly choose people who will reject you. So that's why I say the issue is a lot deeper. It's a lot deeper than just cutting off a user. It's deeper than that. Our partners and our friends reflect back to us who we are. So pay close attention. If you don't like something in someone around you who is close to you, you might need to look inward and see if you know if I have this issue as well. Why am I attracted to that? No, why am I attracting that? Why? You know, ask yourself why and what can I do to heal this? To forgive myself. To forgive me. And to not be embarrassed about me and to have hope for me. Everyone learns at their own pace. 
And I don't think it's, it's fair or it's right when people judge and laugh at other people because they're taking a little longer to learn a lesson. You can help them or you can move. Because, you know, no one is above anybody. I don't care what status you have in life, how much money you have, what material things you have, what your parents do for a living. You are no better than a homeless man sleeping on the side of the road. Because you're human. You are flesh and bones. We both bleed. We both hurt. And when you laugh at other people's pain, people will laugh at your pain. And there's nothing funny about suffering. You can't compare pain. Pain cannot be compared. Because everyone feels pain differently. That is why we have compassion. That is why we care about other people. That is why... People matter. You want to know something? Your intelligence level grows. And intelligence means intellectual, like logical, the, the mind. It, it grows, it expands. When your emotional intelligence expands. When you start understanding your feelings when you start recognizing why you feel the way you feel when you start forgiving yourself and when you start forgiving other people when you start being compassionate to others yes it does because the heart and the mind are linked and Overuse of one over the other is unhealthy. And I'm, I'm sure you have experienced that. If someone uses their heart more than they use their brain, you might get used. If you use your brain more than your heart, you might lack compassion, lack creativity. But when you when both are in alignment when both are balanced, when they complement each other, when your creativity becomes creative intellect. That is only money. That is what goal is. That is balance. And that is when you can you could do anything. I I really believe in my heart, in my soul, I believe. Even the impossible is possible. If you could dream it, you could live it. And 
I gonna give you a bird's eye view on manifestation. This episode might be a little longer than previous ones. I have a lot I want to say. And if you're here with me now, um, thank you. Thank you for being here and for listening. Um, manifestation has become somewhat of a trend. And it's a good one. It's a good trend. But you need to understand why you're doing what you're doing and how to get it to work, right? Now, it all draws back to the premise that your thoughts become your reality. That is what manifestation is in the simplest of terms. But if your heart is blocked or any part of you is blocked in some way, like people refer to it as a chakra, one of your energy points, you know, is blocked. You're creatively blocked, you're emotionally blocked, mentally blocked. And normally that happens when we feel pain, when we feel grief. And we could feel grief and we, for anything that could be lost, right? We could lose so many things, so many things, people, places, everything. Grief is deep sadness within the soul. That's how I define it. I, I have experienced a lot of grief in my life. And I'm sure I have more to feel because that is how life is. Now, when we get hurt, we don't always heal it. Because when, okay, so when you're at, when you were a child, you're, I'm sure whoever looked after you told you, do not touch a stove. Do not touch the stove while it's on. But you probably thought, um, why not? Because you'll get burned. But as a child, you don't understand what burn means. So being the curious child that you are, you go, the stove is on, you touch the fire. You put your hand because it's, it's a pretty color and you're immediately attracted to it. You put your finger, ouch right? You get burned. You feel this sensation. If you, It hurts like something doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. You want, you start crying. Your finger, it starts to swell, blah, 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 as a result of the pain. And then you automatically know, I am never touching that again. That will hurt me. That will make me feel bad. So there we realize we don't like things that make us feel bad. We don't like things that make us feel like shit. We don't. Who does? And when we've experienced life, 
and life comes with its challenges, we automatically try to dodge those feel-bad moments as much as possible. And dodging it, we decide we're going to numb the pain. So we find alternatives to distract our brain from feeling bad. So things that would make us feel instantly good. And that's where we develop addictions. Yeah. Is like, no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, you're having a bad day, you drink a glass of wine, you watch a movie that you like and you feel better. Yeah, you know, you need to take care of yourself. But when you... Yes, when you decide that one glass just doesn't do it for me anymore, I just might just drink the whole bottle in one sitting. And then after that, the bottle doesn't do it for you anymore and you need something else. Some other addiction, junk food, Coca-Cola, smoking, all of that. No. The habit is not the issue. It's not that the habit is disgusting or anything like that. People, we all have habits, healthy ones and unhealthy ones. But because you're using it to numb and distract from the pain that you're feeling, you're causing your heart to develop this very exoskeleton kind of vibe like your heart becomes even more broken because it is not doing what it's supposed to which is heal itself your heart can't heal itself but in order to heal you need to feel it but using whatever it might be to prevent yourself from feeling will leave your heart in a very inactive state it would be dormant like a volcano right like a volcano that has been dormant for hundreds of years right no action happened there and then you would have to use you know the head more the head will have to take over from the heart and you have an imbalance. Why is this important? In order to manifest rapidly, you need to have the head and the heart in perfect alignment. Now, that is one blockage. But I'm very sure you are familiar with, you know, the notion of your mind playing tricks on you. Yes, because the mind is... The mind needs to be controlled. If the mind controls you, you're in trouble. 
You control your mind. Tell yourself that. It will help. Say, I control my mind. I control it. I think when I want to think. And I think about the things that I want to think about. You don't control me. I control you. So, that is where the problem lies with the manifestation. Because, and that's why it's called, quote-unquote, blockages. Because you're blocked from having a balance. But just because you're blocked from having a balance doesn't mean we can't fix it. Because we can't fix it. So... That's why they say give up directions, give up this, give up that when you're going through the spiritual awakening, right? To help with your manifestation. Because when you give up these crutches, you have to now face yourself. And the only way to heal your heart is to face pain that you buried inside of you for a very long time. And... Yes, it is scary. It's scary to not want to go back there. You know, there's trauma, but take it one step at a time. You don't have to, it's not going to be like, you know, one twig move from a beaver dam and the whole thing just, you know, big flood. No, you're not going to be like that. One thing at a time. Read. And be gentle with yourself. That is the hardest part. Because when you're going through it, just know the pain that you're feeling. Feel it. And it will heal. Just feel everything you're feeling. You could write it down if you want. You could paint if you want get creative with it just get it out of you get it out of you you could go to therapy to talk about it get it out of you so you could remove that from inside of you and you could understand that you could have your heart open and you have you still have the ability to control the balance between your mind and your heart. No one is going to use you unless you want to be used. You're in control. Exactly. So if you have a season manifestation and it coming in quickly, it's probably because of an imbalance, but there's nothing that can't be fixed. One thing when you're going through the heart healing, the heart chakra healing, you will go through an ego death because you probably developed an ego <laughs> at the time. And the bigger the ego, the more painful the ego death will be. It is painful, it is painful. Um, an ego death will happen when you start losing in any, in any aspect of your life. You know, maybe a spouse cheat on you. Maybe um, you get demoted or something happened that make you feel like shit. <laughs> That's a, you, yeah, you, you go and try ego that and don't worry, keep going. Because 
the ego is a false sense of self. When once you get past the ho- the hurdle of who you have convinced yourself that you are, you will reach freedom. And when you have complete freedom, you can be who you want to be. You could manifest your dreams. But you have to do it one thing at a time. You cannot just be like, I want everything. No, no. No. Um, look at your life and look at what you need right now. One thing. And ask yourself, why do I want this? Why do I think I need this? Why do I want this? What is it going to do to benefit me? How is it going to help me fulfill my purpose on it? When I get it, will I be able to keep it? How will I handle having it? Ask yourself those questions and see how you feel about that thing after. And if you feel that this is for you and you, this is needed, it's part of your journey. This is part of who you want to be. Focus on it. And you don't need to... I mean, yeah, you could, we meditate. And we don't even know we're meditating. You can just be lying on your bed listening to music. And envisioning yourself having whatever that is. Yeah. Think about how you would feel when you have it. Mm -hmm. But only use this tool for the good of everyone. Right? Don't Don't interfere with people's free will. Have the good of mankind in your in your head. Mm-hmm. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was much longer. I think I might lengthen the episodes this time around um, because I want to talk to you more. I have a lot more to say. I have a lot more um, stuff I want to share. And yeah, so feel free to contact me if you have any questions well not questions but if you need any support during the awakening process i will be there for you and don't worry we all go through a very rough awakening but um just stay positive and know that just keep going just keep going it will get better Alright, so with that being said, always remember, you got this, baby. Bye.